0: Welcome back everybody and happy Tuesday. If you are listening to this on a Tuesday, the day that we release our episodes, I hope your week is off to an amazing start and that you guys are feeling amazing. And thanks so much for your feedback from last week's episode. We had Coach Valerie on the, on the show and her and I were diving into our morning and nighttime routines. You guys really love that one. And we will have Coach Valerie back and her and I will do more of what I'm calling our coaches chats. I wasn't sure what to call them. I kept thinking of like Coach's Corner for anybody here who is in Canada, who knows like Hockey Night in Canada, and they do like Coach's Corner. Every time I think of that, I just can't stop thinking of hockey. So I thought, no, I can't call it Coach's Corner. So I'm going with Coach's Chat. I think that's what I'm going to call it. That's what I'm going with for now. If you have other ideas, please share with me over on Instagram at holistic foodie. if you've got some ideas of what we can name our coach episodes. All right. So today we're diving into nine steps for healthy, beautiful breasts because breast health is so important. And I really want to dedicate this episode to all the women out there who are either struggling with any sort of breast cancer and breast-related diseases, for anybody who has ever lost somebody to breast cancer, I'm sending you all so much love and so much light, and I really also want to dedicate this episode to my aunt, whose breast cancer has returned roughly, I think it was about a year ago, and she has just been through the gutter in this past year and so many surgeries, and her spirits are just still so great, and I know she has her good and her bad days, and I just want to send her so much love, and she is so incredibly strong. You know, she is young. She is in her mid to late forties. And, you know, she has four kids and it really pulls on my heartstrings not knowing the outcome. Right. And so I really send her so much love and I just really admire her strength. And so I want to dedicate this episode to my aunt and to all the women out there who are dealing with any breast related diseases or cancer. So we're going to dive into nine steps for healthy, beautiful breasts. In fact, it is known that one in eight women will suffer from a serious breast health issue in their lifetime. And there are many different factors that will impact your breast health. So these can be genetic factors, different environmental toxins and factors and pathogens that we are exposed to. Psychological and physiological stressors, also hormonal factors for sure. You know, that's a really big one. So many of us hear about excess levels of estrogen metabolites and how estrogen dominance can really lead to a lot of issues with breast health, even with ovarian health. And so we know that estrogen is very essential. For women's health, but it's excess estrogen that can really lead to toxicity, causing different types of estrogen related diseases. And so, this is why I really love doing the Dutch test in our practice, because the Dutch test will actually show you the different types of your estrogen metabolites. And we have some really good protective estrogens, and we have some not so good protective estrogens. And so, when we do the Dutch test, we can actually see this. So we can see that if we if we know your good estrogens are on the low side, then we obviously want to implement some great strategies to help boost up that estrogen. And if we see that the sort of quote unquote bad estrogens are on the very high side, then we really want to work on detoxing those estrogens out. And so this is why the Dutch test is so phenomenal because it really does show you those metabolites. And so We can actually reduce the risk of breast-related diseases by approximately 90% with the implementation of healthy everyday strategies. And some of these preventative measures to increase breast health include some really simple stuff that you might be doing already. So eating well and eating an organic diet, sweating and having movement and exercise in your life maintaining a healthy body weight. These are all really, really important as well as some other things we're going to dive into. So number one, Let's start off with supplementation. And what I really mean here is your vitamin D. Vitamin D is so important and it can reduce the risk of breast cancer by up to 60%. And research shows that women in tropical countries have a less risk of breast cancer due to sufficient healthy vitamin D from all of the sun exposure that they get, which is so amazing. So I do recommend that you get your vitamin D levels tested annually, that it's a blood test that you can just simply ask your doctor for. You may have to pay for it out of pocket, but this way you can really gauge where your levels are. And if you're on the low end, then you know you really want to take vitamin D supplementation and boost up your intake. And in terms of dosing, you know I do speak about this in my book, The 30-Day Hormone Solution, and it can really vary when it comes to dosing. So for myself personally, I'm kind of in the mid-range when it comes to vitamin D. And so I take anywhere from 5,000 to 6,000 IU of vitamin D. But again, and that might seem kind of high, but again, I'm in Canada. It is winter time. I'm not getting outside as much as I normally do. And so I just really monitor my vitamin D levels every year. And then I make adjustments to my dosage from there. Okay, so that is strategy number one. Number two, exercise. And not just exercise, but also movement. Now, those two things mean very different things. You know, exercise can actually be sometimes quite detrimental, especially if you are already in this adrenal depleted state and you're exhausted and you can't sleep. And then you're trying to force this exercise and like intense workouts on top of that. It might be quite draining. Whereas movement is very different. I recommend 60 minutes of walking every single day. If you can do that every single day, that is ideal. And that will really, really help to decrease your risk of developing breast-related diseases. And of course, if you're getting outside for a daily walk, you're going to optimize your vitamin D intake, which is wonderful. So studies show that exercising just four hours per week can reduce your breast cancer risk by 40%, which is amazing. So exercise, if you are feeling like you can really give it more of that energy and you can go and you know lift weights and maybe do some high intensity then go for it and if you feel that you need to work a little bit more on supporting your adrenals in and your fatigue and perhaps maybe even your sleep then at least focus on more of the movement piece which is getting outside for an hour walk every day. Okay, so tip number 4 is sleep. Your sleep is so important and it's not just necessarily your sleep per se, but it's the strategies around optimizing your sleep. So what I mean is sleeping in a cool room and also sleeping in a very, very Dark room and making sure that as you ease into your bedtime routine at night, that you are limiting your exposure to very bright light, whether that's coming from your phone or your laptop or the TV or just the lights in your house. We have dimmers everywhere. So you really want to start winding down and creating that environment for sleep. And especially in your bedroom, you want to sleep in as much like pitch black darkness as much as possible because this is what's going to help you secrete more melatonin and melatonin is a very potent antioxidant. If your room isn't very dark, your production of melatonin will be reduced and lower levels of melatonin have been linked to the development of breast cancer. So another bonus of creating a dark room is for sleeping is that melatonin also produces a ton of anti-aging benefits and it can actually decrease excess estrogen, which of course has a very positive impact on your breast health. So we really want to make sure that we are sleeping in a dark room. And like I said, we're not just improving our sleep that way and our melatonin levels, but we're also supporting anti-aging and just longevity overall. And melatonin for the most part, is released or secreted between the hours of 1 and 3 a.m. So that's really important to keep in mind because if you do wake up at that time to go to the bathroom and you switch on the lights, that's a big no-no. It's going to shut down your melatonin production. So make sure that everything is super dark. And actually, if you use red lights, so like if you get a red bulb in your bathroom, for example, we used to do this, if you get a red bulb and put that in your bathroom, because say you know you wake up every night between one and three and you go to the bathroom and you have to turn on the lights, you know, the regular light is going to impact your melatonin, but the red light specifically, it won't. So that's what we used to do when we lived in the condo. But now in our bathroom, if I do get up, We do have a a window in the bathroom, so I have some natural light coming in so I can see, so I don't turn on any lights. So that is really, really, really important and just making sure you're getting your sleep and you have a healthy routine around that. And I do share in my book, The 30-Day Hormone Solution, tons of strategies around sleep and optimizing your sleep. Okay, so that was number three. Number four is supporting your body with some really healthy phytoestrogen foods. Now, I know that this can actually seem counterproductive because we've probably been told that we should not be eating soy, but I'm not actually specifically speaking about soy. What I'm really talking about is things like ground flax seeds and pumpkin seeds, broccoli. These actually have phytoestrogenic qualities to them. And what they can do is... They bind to your estrogen receptors and they can reduce the activity of stronger estrogens from binding to these receptor sites. And so we want variety in our diet. That's what's super, super important. We definitely want variety. And some of that variety will include some phytoestrogenic foods, or at least I hope that it does. And so broccoli, ground flax, pumpkin seeds, those are definitely my go-to that I would recommend for phytoestrogen. I wouldn't recommend the soy specifically. And when we have these stronger estrogen hormones that are very active, they can cause breast cells to divide more quickly. And during a high volume division of those cells, that's where there can be a potential risk for cancer increase. So that's what we really want to be conscious of. So ground flax seeds are wonderful. And the flax in general, I mean, not only is it a great phytoestrogen, but it's loaded with healthy omegas and it's a really great fiber source. And that fiber will also bind to excess estrogens in the body and flush it out through your bowels. So it's also very wonderful if you're dealing with any kind of constipation. Okay. So tip number five, we want to make sure that we are reducing our environmental exposure to chemicals. This is a really biggie. Okay. So we are exposed to so many different chemicals every day. Now, of course, there are going to be things that we can't avoid, right? You're going to walk outside your door and go into your environment and you're going to be exposed to different toxins in your everyday environment that, that you just can't control from cars and perhaps different sprays and things that might be used in parks around you or things that your neighbors might be using on their lawn. You know, there's so many things that we just can't really control, but there are lots of things that we can. So for example, plastic, this is a really, really big one. You know, don't store your food in plastic containers or plastic wraps. You want to make sure that you are using glass or stainless steel and it really is worth it to go out and buy like, sometimes you can buy them at Costco. You can just get like, a really big set of you know glass storage containers, even beeswax wraps. You can find those now in so many different health food stores. Those are wonderful to wrap your food in and you can just rinse them and then reuse them, which is really wonderful. And then of course, bottled water. That's a really big one, right? Don't buy water in plastic bottles. You really want to be conscious of that. Obviously using a glass bottle or a stainless steel and having a reusable bottle, that's going to be really important. And it's also going to help support the environment as well. And I get how sometimes, you know, maybe you're traveling and you don't have a reusable bottle with you and you're at the airport or something, or you're out somewhere and you just need to grab a bottle. I totally get that, but it's about the things we do most of the time. So make sure that you've got a really good quality bottle that you can reuse. Other things to be conscious of are the quality of your food, you know, your animal products that you're purchasing, of course, your fruits and your vegetable, organic as much as possible. I know it may not be feasible for everything that you purchase, so I do recommend going to ewg.org, the environmental working group.org, and you can pull up the clean 15 and the dirty dozen list. And this will give you an idea of foods that have the highest amount of pesticides and foods that have the lowest. And then use that as a guide in terms of what you can buy organic. And, you know, that could be a really good place to start. The other thing is going back to exercise, for example, making sure that you are sweating and maybe even using an infrared sauna because the sweating allows you to actually detox out different pesticides as well as bisphenol A, BPA. You will get that out through your sweat. So this is why your exercise and your movement is so important and also doing things like infrared sauna. Okay. What else? There's so many things here I've got on the top of my head, like your skincare and your beauty care. These are really important and there are so many natural brands that you can find nowadays at different health food stores. You can shop the detoxmarket.com or I think .ca and they have wonderful, amazing non-toxic brands that you can shop. So definitely check that out and you know just head on over to your local health food store. We really want to be conscious about things like parabens in a lot of these cosmetics because they can really mimic estrogen in the body. We also want to be conscious of things like microwaving our food. We also want to avoid the use of birth control pills, hormone replacement, and fertility drugs as much as we can. For more than five Years total in a lifetime. That is really, really important because, of course, these types of hormonal replacement therapies can really impact our hormone levels and drive up our estrogen, our not so good estrogens. So let's be really conscious about our exposure to environmental chemicals and toxins and the different chemicals that really mimic estrogen, which confuse the body and can ultimately cause and lead to disease. Okay. So tip number six is all about nutrition. We really want to optimize our diet and do not underestimate the power of the food that's on your plate. So getting in your omega-3s, those essential fats, which are found in, like I said, flax seeds, but also fish oil, so important and help to support brain health and heart health and help with inflammation in the body. And they have an overall inhibitory effect on breast cancer cells, which is amazing. We obviously want to be avoiding things like trans fats and hydrogenated oils, which are found in deep fried foods or margarines. You know, we really want to get that out of our diet. They can actually increase the risk of cancer and just should be eliminated from your diet all too. Together. And then variety, like I said earlier, this is so important. Making sure you're getting anywhere from seven to 10 servings of fruit and vegetable fruits and vegetables a day and getting in a variety of those as much as you can. They are such a rich source of phytochemicals. They're loaded with antioxidants and they have a ton of cancer protective properties, especially things like broccoli and kale and cabbage and Brussels sprouts and cauliflower. I've got All of those ingredients and those amazing vegetables in my book, The 30 Day Hormone Solution, there are so many amazing recipes in there for you. And all of those recipes are super anti inflammatory and very protective against cancer. And so, this is really what we want to focus on. All those sorts of foods, those those brassica vegetables help with the transformation of bad estrogens into more favorable forms of estrogen. And then we want to be conscious about our animal products that we're consuming. We want to make sure that we are consuming organic, grass-fed, pasture-raised as much as possible, and also just making sure that it's antibiotic and hormone-free, right? So that might be the first step if you can't get organic, but definitely make sure that it's antibiotic and hormone-free, which is really, really important. Sugar, let's monitor our sugar intake and making sure that we are not overdoing it with sugar. And it's so important because we want to keep our insulin levels low because that actually has a positive effect on healthy breasts. And so... You can join us in our free five-day sugar detox challenge. Just head on over to holisticwellness.ca forward slash sugar detox and join us there. You'll get lots of delicious great recipes that will help you throughout your sugar detox and really help to manage those cravings. Your fiber, that's really important. You wanna increase your fiber intake. Things like chia seeds and flax seeds, as well as those vegetables that I mentioned, like broccoli and kale and cabbage. These are so important, and like I said earlier, they will help to cleanse any excess estrogen from your body, and making sure you're getting in lots of antioxidants. So your fruits and your vegetables will provide you with a lot of that. Perhaps you might even supplement with some different antioxidants, that can be really great. Your vitamin C, E, and A, these are all really important. Selenium and zinc, those are actually so great for your thyroid, but also just for hormonal health overall and really helping to combat cellular damage that's caused by free radicals. And green tea, you know, this is a really big one. I hear a lot about green tea and how it may really protect DNA by its ability to quench free radicals. And it's recommended for both a general cancer prevention program and for the prevention of breast cancer. So drink your green tea. And, you know, if you find you're very sensitive to caffeine, green tea does have some caffeine. Make sure that you're just drinking it earlier in the day, maybe limit it to one cup and, Also, white tea has a ton of protective properties as well, and I believe it has a little bit less caffeine than green tea. Okay, strategy and tip number seven is to reduce your stress and really manage your stress. This is so important. We really want to implement lots of self-care and lots of time for rest and relaxation. This is how your body recoups and regenerates and detoxify. And, you know, giving ourselves the opportunity to relax is so important for balancing our overall hormonal health and regulating the production of cortisol, which is a hormone that's released when the body has this very high stress response. And I've done so many Dutch tests in my practice and it is alarming how many tests come back and women's cortisol is through the roof. Like super, super high. So I've been using this product lately called Adrenal Chill by Canprev. It has a specific strain of ashwagandha that I really love. And there's been clinical trials showing how it's been wonderful to lower cortisol levels. So I've been using it for myself. It's great for stress. It's great for anxiety. And it also has some L-theanine in there, which is really great for calming the body as well. And it does not have any kind of like sedative quality to it, which is really great. So it's important to incorporate some great supplements to nourish the adrenals. But at the same time, we really have to implement the lifestyle piece because that is where so much of the stress comes from. And if we can't manage the lifestyle stuff, it doesn't matter how many supplements we pop and we take because it's the lifestyle stuff that's adding the fuel to the fire. So practice, you know, Unwinding at night, maybe you are doing a hot bath. Maybe you're doing, you know, a sauna. Maybe you are going for an evening walk. You're reading a book, a massage. Whatever it might be, you really want to make sure that you implement those self-care strategies and have a lot of time for relaxation and just resting. Okay, tip number eight is to maintain a healthy body weight. So when you have excess body fat, your body can produce extra hormones, which may impact your breast health. So one of the best things you can do is follow the strategies that I've listed here today, follow along the strategies and the recipes that I've laid out in the 30-Day Hormone Solution. And there is just no shortage in terms of information and support that you can get from us over here at Holistic Well from our online metabolic reset program to the book and you know all of the tips and the strategies that I share on this podcast, as well as on Instagram. There's so many things that you can implement to really support your body and really maintaining a healthy body weight. And if weight loss is something you really need support with, that's something we specialize in, and we are experts in that. So don't ever hesitate to reach out or send an email to myself, Samantha at holisticwellness.ca, if that is something you'd like to dive in deeper and really get some accountability and support around. Okay. And then tip number nine is administering your own self breast massage. And this is really important because. So many of us are very disconnected from our bodies and we are not touching our bodies enough. And that touch is very important, not just from yourself, but also, of course, from a partner. So this is really essential and getting in tune with your body and especially your breasts. And so having a self-massage is really great because... Massaging the tissues around your breast is going to be really great for the lymph nodes around your breast and it will really help to move things along and especially toxins, which can often get stored in those lymph nodes. So what you simply want to do is get yourself a really nice body oil something like sweet almond oil or maybe even coconut oil, you know, you can infuse these oils with some of your favorite essential oils, maybe like lavender. I absolutely love rose. That would be really beautiful. And rose is one of the highest vibrational oils. And because your breasts are just so close to your heart, one of the areas that you really want to put rose oil on is over your heart. So maybe you want to mix a little bit of rose essential oil with a really nice body oil. Jojoba oil would be really great too. And simply what you want to do is just put a little bit of the oil on your breasts and then maybe you stand in front of the mirror. And maybe you do this in the morning or before bed, before bed might be really nice and very calming and just a nice way to connect with yourself. And then you can, what you would do is massage sort of from the inside to the outside of your breasts and go in like circular motions, maybe 30 to 40 times, and then reverse it doing 30 to 40 times from the outside to the inside. So that's really a simple way to do a breast massage, and you can simply do that every single day, and it only takes just a couple of minutes. So I hope these tips are something that you're going to implement and that you're really going to just include in your everyday life to not just support your well-being and your health and your your hormones, but also to optimize your breast health. All right. So if you have any questions about today's episode or any ideas for future topics of the episode, you know I always love hearing from you over on Instagram at holistic wellness foodie. And if you haven't left us a rating and a review, I love to read your reviews. It means so much. And like I've said so many times. It, it always means so much knowing that we are impacting you, we're making a difference, and that I'm not just sitting here by myself speaking into some mic. There's actually women out there who is taken in, in this information and they are applying it and it's actually making a difference in in your health. So I love hearing from you guys and your ratings and your reviews means so, so much. And also before I let you guys go, thank you so much for all of you who have purchased and supported my book. It means so much seeing what you guys are cooking up and you've been tagging me over on Instagram and you know, sending me your, your DMs with what you've been cooking and eating and the recipes and asking questions. And it just means so, so much. So thank you so much for that. And if there is a woman in your life, a friend, a mother, a sister, a daughter, someone that you think would benefit from this episode or any of our episodes, we will would so appreciate it if you share it. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I will chat with you all next week. Have a wonderful week.